Holy Spirit, thank you for your presence in this place tonight, God. Thank you that you're here. And God, we are excited and expectant to hear your word tonight, Lord. I pray that as I speak, that I would be invisible and you would be seen, Lord God, and your words would be heard, Lord. We just pray. We thank you that your presence is in this place. We're excited for 2017 and all the things that you have in store for us. Thank you, Jesus. In your name we pray. Amen. Can we just give a shout of praise real quick? Come on. Yeah. Oh, it's good to be here. You can, you can grab a seat. Dean, Dean said it earlier, and I couldn't agree more. There is no place better that I would rather start out my new year than to be here worshipping our God, praising our God, getting to hear what He's got to say. I think it's just amazing. Am I right? Happy New Year. Who's feeling tired? I'm not. I'm feeling fresh. I had a good sleep. Uh, Just for those of you who I haven't had the pleasure of meeting, I just wanted to introduce myself. I am Riley. Dean said it before. I am the uh, Meroe Youth Pastor. I love my job. I love it. uh, Teachers asked me what I wanted to do when I was in school. I told them I want to have fun, and I'm doing exactly that. Come on. It's so good. I love my job, but I, I have a dual role here. I do, I do more than one. I am a, I'm also the assistant senior pastor of our church. That you, that you, might, you might not know that. <laughs> I'm looking if I'm getting that. I'm sorry. I am the assistant to the senior pastor. I forget that little bit. Just as fun, though. You know, it's, 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 it's a lot. I learn a lot. It's real good. But uh, like I said, I'm the youth pastor. I love to have fun. And so I'm inviting you guys tonight to have fun with me. I don't like just getting up here and just shouting it down. I want to hear you guys getting vocal. I want to hear you guys feeling it. Because if God's speaking, why should we be quiet? We want to be listening and we want to get excited. Come on. So like I said, youth pastor, assistant to the senior pastor, in brackets, future successor. And uh, I don't know. It could be future, no job tomorrow, I don't know. We'll see how we go. But I have a word for you, for you guys tonight. It's, uh, I'm speaking just as much as I am to you as I am to myself. I uh, feel like this is, a, this is a word from God, and it's been on my heart to, to share, and I feel like there's no better way, uh, to, better time to share this than at the start of the new year as we're, as we're kicking off the new year, 2017. And uh, thinking about that, you're thinking, you know, New Year's, uh, it comes with a lot of different feelings. You know, you come into the new year, you have, you have some excitement, you have some anticipation, you're, you're real uh, expectant for things to happen this year, but then also there's some nervousness and there's some worry. And so I wanted to sort of look at, you know, was, as we're coming into the new year, looking at those feelings and just Touching a little bit on, you know, New Year's resolutions. If you've ever had a New Year's resolution, can I see a show of hands? There's a lot more than that. I think we've all had a New Year's resolutions at some point. But I was thinking about New Year's resolutions, and it's sort of the biggest thing that comes up. You hear it on the radio. You see it on the TV. It's just all around. And you're coming into the new year, everybody's like, what's your New Year's resolution? What is that one big thing that you're taking into the next year that you are maybe changing, that you're maybe giving up, that you might be taking up? But as you enter the new year, there's always that New Year's resolution that people have. It's like that one big thing that you're determined to do in that year. We're on the same page, right? 
And uh, we, we have a we have an awesome uh, youth guy, Kel. He's sitting in the middle there. You can look at him. I don't I don't mind. But uh, he's he's awesome. He's one of our youth interns here. He comes to youth here in Mullaloo on a Friday night. And uh, I was talking to him the other day, and I've never seen someone get burnt as often as this guy gets burnt. And well, every Sunday coming to church, and he's like tomato, tomato, tomato red, like the shirt he's got on. And I'm like. Dude, you just can't get burnt. It's so bad for you. You shouldn't get burnt all the time. And he's like, yeah, 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 and shrugs it off. I'm like, man, you just it's bad for your health. You don't want to do it. And he goes, yeah, Riley, I'll buy sunscreen next year. And I was like, come on, man. That's not a good New Year's resolution. It's always next year. It's always later on. But I was like, you got, we, we're in Mullaloo. I see him here in Mullaloo. I'm like, there's an IGA right there. Just go get, just go get some sunscreen. But uh, I was thinking about it and the different New Year's resolutions that we have as we enter into the new year. And I was thinking about you know, the, the different one big things that we have going into the year. Some of them might be you want to be more engaged with your family. You could be a, a mother, a father, brother, sister, cousin, whatever. But you want to be more engaged uh, with your family. You're going into 2017 like, I'm going to be more engaged. You know, the, one of the biggest ones that you see is health. Who's bought a gym membership? And that was the only time they walked into that gym for that year. You go in, you buy it, you never use it. I've got to be honest, I'm, I'm real bad for it. I do it all the time, never do it, never go to the gym. And uh, so you, you, different things, health, you know, your work, career, young adults up in the building looking for love. You know, 2017, I'm finding myself a gal pal. That's all right, I've got my own. I'm not talking about myself. And, uh, you know, you might be finishing a degree. You might want to get your finances in check. You might want to be less stressed. You know, there's so many different New Year's resolutions, things that people take into the new year that they are determined to do. As they're going, you know, I might have said it for you. Uh, You might not have even thought about it, or you might have one that's different. But as we start the year, I really wanted to ask this question and look at this, and that is, how do we start our year right drinking for dramatic effect. (laughs) How do we start our year right? You know, we have New Year's resolutions. We have all these things. This is what we want to do. We want to go into the new year. But how do we actually start our year right? And we're going to go into some scripture. Now, who loves the Bible? Come on. Yeah, I thought we'd get loud for that one. I love the book of Matthew, and we're going to look into the book of Matthew, and it's uh, as Jesus is um, he's doing the Sermon on the Mount, and uh, a lot of us would have read it. I love Matthew. I love the S- Sermon on the Mount. It's just a whole lot of how-tos for life, and uh, I love reading it. I love, uh, love looking into it, and uh, Jesus is coming to this point. It's towards the end of his uh, Sermon on the Mount, um, and uh, he's talking to these people, and the people that he's talking to, he's told them different things, what, he sh- what they should be doing, what they shouldn't do- be doing, how they should be doing things. Things. But then he starts talking into um, their worries and their, their, he starts speaking to them because they are consumed and worried about their earthly needs. They're like fixated um, on their earthly needs. And so we're going to read it. It's Matthew 6, 25 onwards. And it's awesome. And we're going to read it. It says, Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Do not worry about your earthly needs. Is life not more than food and the body more than clothes? Look at the birds in the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. 
Are you not much more valuable than they, than these birds? Can any one of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your life? Keeps going, it says, and why do you worry about your clothes? I've got ripped jeans, it's okay. And why do you worry about your clothes? See how the flowers of the field grow? They do not labor or spin for the way they look. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today, and is tomorrow thrown into the fire, will he not much more clothe you, you of little faith? So do not worry, saying, what shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For the pagans run after these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. But... Seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. If you love that, can I get an amen? Amen. That's so good. I love it. And there's three, sort of three big chunks. I feel like it's a real meaty piece of scripture. You can pull a lot out of it. And sort of three big chunks that I really get spoken to as I read that. And the first one is just saying, don't worry. It says, for your heavenly Father knows what you need. He knows what you need. He's saying, trust me, don't worry about your earthly needs. As we enter into a new year, there's there's anxiousness, there's nervousness, there's worry as we're thinking about what the new year is going to hold. We can make plans. we We can look forward to the future, but we don't really know what's coming. And he, but he's just saying, don't worry. See, it doesn't mean that nothing bad is going to happen, but it does mean no matter what does happen, we can trust that our God is going to meet our needs. And then the second one is our value. He talks about our value. He talks about the birds in the air. They fly around. They, do not, they don't labor. They don't uh, store away in barns. They don't, they don't collect food. They don't have savings bonds. They just eat. They just, God's got them fed. And he says, how much more valuable are you, you than these birds? Like, I've got the birds covered. How much more am I going to look after you? And then he talks about the, the flowers in the field, pretty flowers just growing in numbers, and he's got their needs covered. He's saying, how much more valuable are you, a human who I created to have a relationship with me, to communicate with me, how much more valuable are you than these things? I've got their needs covered. I've got them sorted. I'm thinking about, you know, the love of a parent that they have for a child. A parent loves a child unconditionally. They created that child. They, they will love that thing. That, 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 sorry. <laughs> oh, my. I don't have any kids yet. <laughs> uh, they love that child unconditionally because they created it way more than a worldly possession, way more than anything that they can have in their life. They love that child so much more than anything else because they created it. They, they had that child to, to raise them up, to have a relationship with them, to, to build them up, to see them do great things, to love on them. And that's the same kind of love that our God has for us. He's saying, "Don't I see so much more value. I created you to have a relationship in me. I want to see you prosper. I want to see you do great things. I'm going to love on you no matter what. How good is our God? How much value does he have in us? 
And then he, and then he says, he says this, he says, these things don't worry. I, I don't want you to worry. You don't need to worry. I value you so much. But what you do need to do, what, I, what I'm calling you to do, is to seek me and my presence first before anything else. To seek me first, to, to love me first, to know me first. And I got the rest covered. I was thinking, I, uh, I used to race motocross and uh, I took about not going to the gym. That's why I don't race anymore. Didn't do the uh, exercise I needed to do. But uh, I used to race motocross and uh, there's, there's certain things about motocross. There's a lot of preparation to race a race. So you have 40 people in a grid lined up and you start the race and you go 6 to 10 to 15 to 20 laps, whatever it might be. But there's a lot of preparation that comes into starting a race. You got to prepare your motorbike. Uh, there's a lot of prep that goes into that. What you got to do, you got to tighten your spokes and the wheels. If you don't tighten those, the wheels collapse and then you crash and it's bad. You got to pump your tires up in your bike, otherwise, you're not going to get any traction. Your tires are going to fall off and that's going to be bad. You got to lube up your chain so that it doesn't break and dry up and get and break. You got to, uh, when you get to the gate, you roll your bike in. You got to prepare the dirt, you've got to stomp the dirt hard and uh, make it nice and smooth so you can get traction out of the gate. Otherwise, you're just going to sit there and spin and you're not going to start the race very well. And then all these things are important, but there's this one thing that you have to do when you're starting a race. And if you do not do this one thing, you won't start the race. You won't be out in the race at all. You won't even finish the race. If you don't put fuel in your motorbike, you are not going anywhere. I wish there was some motorbike races in the house that know my pain on that one. But uh, that's what Jesus is saying. He's saying, Seek me first before anything else. As we go into 2017, he's saying, these other things are good. Our New Year's resolutions are good. The things that we want to change, we want to give up, we want to better ourselves, they're good. We, do, uh, we prepare our motorbike with all these different things because they're good because we want longevity of our bike. But if you don't put fuel in it, but if you don't seek God first, how are you going to seek the race? How are you going to go forward into the race? How are you going to go into 2017 if you haven't seek, seeked, sought God first? Yeah. See, I believe this scripture, it speaks into the start of the year. We've got all these feelings. We've got all these different things that we're going to do. And God's just, he's saying, I want you to seek me first. I'm a generous God. I want to bless you. And all these things will be given to you as well. I want to bless you. But what you got to do for me is you have to seek me first. You know, seek Him first in our families. We want to be more engaged. We want to seek Him first in our families. Seek Him first in our careers. Seek Him first in our health, in our finances. Seek Him to stress less. Like, seek Him for everything that we got to do. And I believe before we look forward into 2017, we need to look up to the God of all time, to the Creator, to the King of all kings, the Lord of all lords, the one who put us here and called us to do great things, who wants to love us and wants to bless us. Before we look forward, we are called to look up. I'm going to invite the uh, band back up, and we're going we're gonna to wrap up in just a second. But I have a, another piece of scripture that I wanted to share with you I wanted you to chew, I want you to chew on. I want you to, to think about it. And uh, it's uh, the same account, Sermon on the Mount, but in Luke 
And uh, it is the message version. Um, I will give you a heads up. But I just love the way Eugene Peterson's account, when he, uh, when he writes, uh, when he wrote the message, and uh, I just love the way that he, he frames it, the way that he puts it. He says this, what I'm trying to do here is get you to relax. Not be so preoccupied with getting so you can respond to God's giving. People who don't know God and the way that He works fuss over these things, these worldly things. But you know both God and how He works. Steep yourself in God reality, God initiative, God provisions. You'll find all your everyday human concerns will be met. Don't be afraid of missing out. You're my dearest friends. The Father wants to give you the very kingdom itself. I love that, and I love the way that he puts it, just thinking about going into the new year. Let's steep ourselves in God reality, God initiative, God provisions. Let's seek his presence first. I go back to that question that I said at the start. How do we start the year right? I believe it says it right there to seek Him first and His righteousness, knowing that it's not all going to be perfect, but no matter what, He has a plan and purpose for us, that He wants to love on us, and that when we seek Him first, He will have our needs met. And uh, I might actually just get you to stand up. We're going to go into worship in just a second. And as I, as I think about it, uh, I just want to pray Real quick. I want to pray for some people. So if you're standing or not, I'll just ask you to to bow your heads, close your eyes, just for the privacy of the person next to you. And thinking about 2017, as as we've approached it, we're here now. We're grateful that we made it this far. And we're grateful for the things to come. We're looking forward, we're expecting, we might be nervous. But I just have a question that I, that I, that I want to I see where people are at. And I want to I pray with people. And I'm just, just thinking, is there anyone in here today who's started 2017 and they weren't thinking, God is number one. I want to seek Him first. And I know that I, I need to trust Him. I need to seek after Him. I, I, I might, you might have entered 2017 thinking, I don't actually trust God enough to meet my daily needs. As I was coming into 2017, I was determined to do everything that I needed to get myself through. But in this moment, you might be thinking, actually, maybe this Scripture, it speaks to you and just... You, you might be thinking, actually, you know what? I need to seek Him first. And you might be also in this place just thinking, I've been exploring faith. I've never really grabbed onto faith. I've re- never really known faith. But actually, hey, this, this God, I want to give Him a chance. And so I want to pray for some people tonight. And uh, all, all I'm going to do... I'm going to ask the question again. And if you're like, actually, you know what? I want to show that I spiritually want to, I want to seek after God. I'm going to physically put my hand up to say, I'm reaching out to God. God, I actually want to seek you, number one. 
Or if you're, if you're actually like, I need, to, I need to see God for the first time. If that's you, I want to pray for you as well. So across this place, if you're feeling like, I need to seek God first, maybe for the first time, maybe I was not planning on it, maybe I used to, maybe I, I, I didn't before, but now I really need to. If that's you, I just encourage you to, to raise your hand. I, I'd love to pray for you. So if that's you in this place, awesome. That's great. That's good. That's awesome. That's so good. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask again, give you another chance. If that's you and you, and you want to pray, you want to declare, God, 2017, January 1st, I'm going to seek you first for the rest of my days. I'm going to put you first in all of my decisions. I'm going to seek you first in everything that I do. If that's you and you haven't already, I encourage you to put your hand up. I would love to pray for you. It's good. So awesome. I'm going to pray. And then we're going to worship our great God and we're going to get a chance in this day, January 1st, to pray, to worship and say, God, you're number one over 2017. I trust you and over this year and years to come, I'm going to seek you. Heavenly Father, I pray for every hand, for every heart, for every soul that, that, that responded tonight, Lord. I pray that each one of those people will know when it's time, how to seek you first, Lord. They'll know that they need to seek you first, God. I pray that you'll be so much more present and evident in their life, that they will learn to trust you in every decision. They will learn to seek you in every decision and every scenario, Lord. God, I just pray that you will pour out your spirit on each person that's responded tonight, Lord God. I pray for those that, that didn't respond, that they're feeling something stirred up in their heart, that actually maybe they need to seek God more than they have been. God, I pray for every person. God, may you do something new in the hearts of every person in this room, Lord. In every heart of every person in True North, Lord God, may 2017 be bigger and greater than ever because we chose as a people to seek your presence more in every day, in every season, in every moment. God, we love you and we praise you and we thank you for your love and that we can always rely on you and you have every need that we have met. God, you are good, you are great, and we love you. In your name we pray. Amen.